0: Hello everyone and welcome to the What's Up Downtown podcast. I'm Jenna Sawicki. And I'm Nate Wendt. We have a sweet episode for you. For this episode we are joined here in the office today with Katie McCall and Susan Kritzberg, who are the owners of this delicious bakery, Two Wild Seeds, which is also situated right here in downtown St. Charles. Katie and Susan, how are you guys doing today?
1: Great, thanks for having us.
0: Doing good.
2: Yeah, glad to have you guys in on this uh, very snowy and not fun day. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty miserable outside. Yeah. Yes.
0: Thank you for thank you for braving the weather, the cold, sure. and and bringing Liam in to visit. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's my sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like I'm, yeah, I'm I'm your permanent sidekick at least little. for the next eighteen years. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right.
2: So tell us a little bit about yourselves. You know, uh, family, hobbies, experiences, whatever comes to mind.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, I guess we could just start with, uh, this is Katie, Um, (laughs) (laughs) we're both a little gravelly sounding today with sore throats, but um, yeah, I mean, my my childhood just goes back to growing up in Yorkville, rural Yorkville, grew up on four acres of land, it's actually where my mom was also raised, so it has a lot of uh, special family history there, and um, that's kind of where our story started, with two wild seeds anyway, we, you know, running around barefoot, foraging for mushrooms in the woods. Um, you know, picking raspberries in my mom's garden. So like food and all of that has just always been such a strong part of our, of our background. Right. Um, so I, you know, we carry that through today, through the bakery, and hopefully my son can now have those uh, really experiences cool. too.
1: Yeah, I'll just add a little bit to that. This is Susan. I grew up in rural Yorkville when it really was a rural location, and it was a pleasure to raise my kids Um, on that property that my folks had, and now my grandchildren there. Uh, I have an art degree, so I I always look at the world in a creative way, and uh, Katie and I going together to create this bakery uh, was a a fun challenge for us. So we uh, use a lot of the influence from our area uh, in our baking.
2: Lots of the kind of like that home style kind of baking.
1: Well, yeah, and it was—it's just naturally the way we function as a family. But um, it seems to be something that's very popular today, and something that other people are very interested in. So, it's working well for us. Yeah,
0: to say yeah. the least. Um, so, can you tell us tell a little bit more about the your like the hobbies on on your like your acreage there. Like it sounds like you, you touched on like picking. Mushrooms and and, and raspberries and stuff like that. Can you tell us a little bit more about
1: that? Well, um, the property is actually four acres, and my father originally wanted to raise fish. So there are ponds, and although uh, his dream of raising trout didn't work out uh, due to the water temperature, it provided a lot of activity for our family growing up. And then gardening was always an important thing to my dad, Uh, and myself. So uh, raising food that's fresh and uh, chemical-free is an important thing, and I think that the kids' um, experience growing up with that kind of thing, you know, sitting on the porch cleaning beans, going down Mm -hmm. when they really didn't feel like it, and picking (laughs) vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of maintenance outdoors, but it's all good, solid, you know, very simple work and i think that it's character building and Mm -hmm. i think um it leaves a lasting impression so
2: okay yeah well that's awesome i mean um i was when you were talking about that i was like yeah that's a a very much like the parents like go outside go build some character (laughs) (laughs) well that's right you
1: know and they sought the outdoors for most of their activities so yeah we we were not sitting i mean we watched movies
3: sure but we were not like sitting in front of the tv when we were little we were out building tree forts we were out yeah. in the woods my mom would have to you know come find us come <laughs> yes. in, put, to come we in for have a dinner, dinner bell. And, yeah, we had a we dinner did, bell we, too. Too. we had yeah. a big DVD. bell on our deck and she'd ring it come and we'd home. come <laughs> racing up <out, laughs> racing up from the barn covered in dirt you know it was just i nowadays with just you know, it's so different now, mm-hmm. and I feel like we were so lucky to grow up to with those that. experiences. Yeah, yeah. very
2: special. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the dinner bell, was there, like, <laughs> when you when you heard it, were you, like, you know, looking forward to any, like, favorite foods or anything like that? Oh, or? man.
3: I mean, my mom was such an amazing cook growing up, and it, like she said, with the garden, we would be having half of our meal, you know, especially during the spring and summer months when her garden would be in full bloom. We'd have salad. We'd have beans. We'd have radishes, carrots, everything. So we always knew there was a good meal waiting. But I I don't know why, but I always just think of banana bread when I was little or zucchini bread because we always had zucchini in the garden. I'd get off the bus and there would always be banana bread on the counter, zucchini banana bread. That's so, awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: Have you guys ever seen uh, Ratatouille? The, oh, it's the my yeah. favorite movie. Oh. <laughs> I was, when, you were, when you were saying that, I was Im- or I was thinking of that that one scene where the mm-hmm. where Ego comes into the door and his, mo- his mom his mom makes it like the, the ratatouille. ratatouille. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he like zooms oh. back in time. Yeah, I, no, I definitely feel that way. And we
3: we actually have used that recipe in the bakery. Oh wow, well. that's so awesome. that's we'll probably get to that later. But a lot of our <laughs> stuff is memory based and that's family.
0: awesome it's yeah. very special
2: okay so tell us a little about uh two wild seeds uh, where did where'd the name come from i'm interested to learn more about that as well as kind of like uh, how long you have you guys have been in st charles you know oh, and such yeah. like that
3: hmm. I can start with that. Um, Well, so as far as the name, my sister and I, Leslie, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: we came up with the name. We were She was out west living with her husband, and we kind of wanted a way to stay connected when she had left because we're super close, two years apart. Um, And we started out actually with a blog that was – we never really published it or did anything with it, but it started as this little lifestyle blog, and we'd post – Recipes and self care and just different fun things. She's an artist, so she designed it, and it was really uh-huh. beautiful. And it kind of started this. We saw ourselves as the two wild seeds that kind of grew up, you know, with this on this four acres, and this was kind of our little story. Yeah. Um, so we started with that, and at the by the time my mom and I were sort of transitioning through just baking wedding cakes for friends and family, um, and we were like, okay, maybe we're gonna make this a real thing. We need a brick and mortar can't keep baking out of my apartment in Chicago when I lived there um, <laughs> it's not legal no I'm just kidding um, we we uh, it was sort of a no-brainer to use this name two wild seeds baking company even though my sister wasn't physically here it sort of just made sense with our whole our whole backstory so yeah. you and Leslie are yeah the wild so seeds. technically Leslie and I are the two wild seeds <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, how does Leslie kind of play into it? I see like, you guys sell like the artwork in the store. Yeah. So, is that a lot of her creations? Or... It
3: is, yeah. So, Leslie used to actually own a boutique when she lived in the okay. area. She had a small boutique. It was called Blue Orchid Studio and it had started out with her art and then expanded in the cutest gift shop you can imagine. We wish it was still around. But um, so she had started her True Spirit art company through that and had, you know, has a very successful online Etsy shop. She's licensed her cards out to other other companies now um so when we were starting the bakery she wanted to have her hand in the retail kind of it Mm -hmm. emulated like when you come into our bakery it's a little taste of what her shop actually used to be um so we sell her art her you know she has art prints they're all originals um her boho spirit coloring book, I think yeah. is what it's called. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I forget. Yeah. Boho, yeah. Boho it Spirit. Um, beautiful cards. Yeah, yeah. They're stunning and you can only get them at our shop. So yeah. it makes it kind of a fun, unique family thing. We as always well. stack
0: up when we go in, especially yeah. wedding season. It's like, I oh. have four weddings. Yep. Gonna get <laughs> 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 and she, cards. and she does all of
3: our marketing materials. So our logos, our business cards, she, her and I have done our complete website. She's truly very, very talented. She's
1: also our buyer for the um, small retail section that we have. She combs the internet and goes back to some of her sources that she used for her shop. Okay. So she finds some of the unique items that we have um, for sale there. Okay. So like the
0: two of you guys, I guess the three of you guys really like set the tone for your brand, like through like the Two Wild Seeds blog and and the Mm -hmm.
1: The girls have done a fabulous job setting the tone for the brand and creating the um, marketing image. I mean, it's, it's very real. It is what we are, but they've just done a beautiful job of uh, putting that together for us and
0: staying true to it because I mean every time I go in there like it it never falters like you got your brand is there through and through through every card every like even
2: here right now with your hat yeah (laughs) she's got a hat on
0: like she's you guys are authentic (laughs) to your brand and all even like your presentation of like your baked goods are just beautiful and like well you know you guys have, I've never, I've never seen it off kilter ever. So oh, thank you guys do an excellent that's, job of that.
1: That's a nice
3: compliment. Well, we can owe that to our amazing staff as well because they really work we have tirelessly to yeah, emulate sure. everything we've instilled.
0: And I've been in there many times when you guys aren't in there, just because mm-hmm. I might have a problem with your oatmeal, honey oatmeal <laughs> cream pies. But um, <laughs> I think we'll talk about in, that later. Yeah, everybody in town, in, yeah, does we, have we, have, we have a slight it's an problem. Yeah, it's an addiction. <laughs> but they all, uh, the staff, you know, every time I'm in there, they, they emulate your guys' enthusiasm as well. Like, I've never seen them be like, look tired. I mean, I see them in the back working their tails off um but they you know they come up and with a smile and say hey how can i help you and that, that that's that's hard to find
1: today oh, yeah. so i i
0: think that's <laughs> special as well well yeah.
1: thanks but you know we we make a special point of seeking out people that we know will do that for us mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and um you know that's our responsibility mm-hmm. as business owners to try to ensure that our customers get what we want them to get yeah. and everybody doesn't necessarily fit into that mold so the people that we have are very much hand-picked.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes from the
1: top, too. You yeah. guys
0: probably you guys seem to make it a, a nice place to work. Uh, <laughs> thank you. We try. Mm-hmm. We try. <laughs> you,
3: get, you get lots of free treats. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, getting a little bit back to the baked goods. So um, now you, don't, you guys don't have to give away any recipes, but how do you make sweets and treats uh, without gluten that taste so good?
1: Um, <laughs> well, when we fell into this opportunity. We really didn't have a lot of experience baking gluten-free. Okay. And um, so we did, a lot, we did some research to see what was online, which is always the best place to go for information yes. today. And a lot of those recipes looked like elaborate science experiments. They had so many ingredients and so many steps and Katie and I kind of looked at each other, and we said, baking does not have to be this difficult. Right. So what we did was we just took our family favorites, and we began to experiment and learned that we could create a, a product that was good and um, held up as a good, solid baked good without going to all those special steps and including so many different gums and yeah. whatever gum they and called for. Um, there are some definite challenges in baking gluten-free because when you don't have that gluten to hold things together, it's a little bit different, and the mouthfeel can be different, and the rising can be different. But through experimentation, we uh, kind of have learned what to expect and have had very good success with um, recreating our family favorites to the point that many of our customers really don't notice a difference at all, and that's our goal.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah okay that's awesome all right so then this is the 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 biggest question that we ask everyone on the show so very important uh, (laughs) (laughs) so uh katie if you're a queen and susan if you're a queen of saint charles for a day what would be your first proclamation and why uh whoever wants to start first
1: Oh, we well, kind, we of jointly, kind of collaborated yeah. on this. Rule yeah. oh, we jointly on it? We guys are ruling <laughs> together. Yeah. Well, I love it. You know, I have to say, we're, <laughs> we looked at each other and go, what? <laughs> what do we say to <laughs> yes. this? And um, we kind of came up with an answer that we, we mm-hmm. think fits. Um, obviously, we would want to bring our business ideas into that. So if we were queen... We always think of what is the obvious thing. Well, we think of Marie Antoinette saying, let them eat cake. Well, But we also yes. know that wasn't really a very kind thing that she um, suggested. So what we would like to do is a spinoff on that and proclaim that at Two Wild Seeds Bakery, we're going to have a two for Tuesday on cupcakes. Um very affordable, very accessible to everybody. We want everybody to eat cupcakes. Yeah. Um, and although we have never really focused on cupcakes as a primary product for us, we have a lot of requests for it. Yeah. So we'd like to kick off the week with the two for Tuesday, where you buy one, you get one free, up to six, which would make a dozen. And we're hoping that that um, will make the community of St. Charles, very happy that they can come in and let them eat cupcakes, cupcakes. cupcakes. (laughs) but the nicest way possible.
0: (laughs) To indulge. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I, I,
0: I follow your um, Instagrams very closely and you guys always have beautiful cupcakes on there. (laughs) Yeah. So, so we'll go back a little bit to, uh, well, we've kept on, we've kept on topic with sweets and treats here, but, um, when you guys are baking, I'm sure there's, there's. Some recipes that are more challenging than others, but is is there one recipe or one baked good in particular that you just love making or mm. hate making either either one?
3: We always joke about the funniest things in the bakery that we just can't stand, and the two things mm-hmm. my mom and I agree we'll start with we'll start with those, and then we'll go to our favorites. We can't stand melting chocolate. It <laughs> <laughs> takes too long. Yeah, because it's like this little process. You if you over melt, you know, if you yes. overheat it, it'll seize up. So it's this very delicate, like fifteen seconds, you know, because we add. It into our chocolate cake batter, and so we're always like, "Oh, who's gonna melt the chocolate yeah. <laughs> the cake to get it just right?"
2: It's like nose go. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And then,
3: and then we also dislike um, scooping out peanut butter from the container because your hand yeah. gets down in and gets <laughs> scraped up on the side. It's just like such a silly thing, but I wouldn't say there's anything we we really despise making. I mean, some things are very tedious that take a long time, but. From my perspective, um, I don't really have a favorite thing to bake. My biggest um, enjoyment at the bakery is actually like the fine detail and flavor combination. So I actually love the recipe developing portion of okay. being at the bakery. Um, kind of that trial and error and seeing what works. And then when something even just works on the first try, that's incredibly exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love the fine detail. I like doing the hand decorated sugar cookies um, just like the little decorating. I mean, my mom's a true artist, and you know we, the succulent cupcakes. And yeah, I was gonna ask about the succulent cupcakes because you talk about the details. Yeah. I
0: mean, those are immaculate. Like it's yeah. it's art. Like I would yeah. be like sad. I think sad and, and happy to eat it. Like it'd be a very big ju- juxtaposition <laughs> because I wouldn't know what to do. I think yeah, I'd just panic. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to panic.
0: I'm like, it's so succulent. beautiful. Like, no, no, I, I could eat it. <laughs> Luckily, you'll be there to be like, here's another one. I'm like, yeah, okay. it's right, too so I get on two. <laughs> one to look at, one to eat. Perfect. <laughs> yeah,
1: They're fun to make. Um, uh, for me, I think probably I'm not there on a daily basis. I'm not involved in some of the routine baking but um, for me, I think one of the most fun things is actually baking some of the unique cakes and decorating them as an artist. It's always fun to make something from nothing and see your vision through and we've had some nice opportunities for uh, very unique cakes, so. yeah, and pretty, cupcakes and that sort of thing. Be pretty so. like satisfying as an artist, yeah. creatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mm-hmm.
2: is. All right, we'll be right back after this short break. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the break between the podcast. This is Nate Weint your guide to all things downtown St. Charles. So I want to take this opportunity to thank you all for listening and for supporting our show. I hope you guys are all enjoying it. There's not too much that we want to share right now, but I want to take this opportunity to thank all of our volunteers, the sponsors, and everyone that helped make the St. Patrick's parade, uh, come to fruition although the weather was a little bit inclement in terms of how rainy it was uh it was still a great event and you know it seemed like a lot of people still enjoyed it and tried to make the best of it so i want to thank everyone for their help in making it such an awesome event and we look forward to next year and hopefully we will have better weather knock on wood beyond that all we have is a message here from two wild seeds this spring two wild seeds is kicking off their new event series at the bakery in addition to seasonally hosted Creative workshops, from watercolor painting to floral arranging, they're now offering cupcake-slash-cookie decorating parties, as well as Fika, F-I-K-A, a a Scandinavian tradition of taking a break from your hectic day to reconnect with friends, family, or co-workers over coffee and sweets. For more information and to learn how to book your next get-together at Two Wild Seeds, visit twowildseeds.com. That's all we got for the break. Let's get right back into finding what's up downtown.
0: Um, so can you touch, you touched a little bit about, you know, the you guys got kind of fell in, not fell into baking, mm-hmm. but can you talk a little bit about, like, um the background of how it came and what drew you to the baking yeah
3: um so for me I actually didn't start in the food industry I went to U of I for journalism and I was actually Woo! doing yeah it, journalism yeah.
2: I didn't go to U of I nice. but I went to Augustana for oh, it perfect.
3: so yeah so I was living in the city and I was per- trying to, trying to pursue a career in food writing but very competitive being freelance you know I got a couple gigs here and there but it wasn't really cutting it Um, So I was, you know, as any uh, 20 something year old, you're like, well, what can I do next? So um, it was obviously my goal and my idea that maybe someday I'd move to New York and try to work for the big guys at Food and Wine or something. And I, you know, always was looking at their uh, job opportunities and for editors or even assistant editors, they were looking for individuals with a culinary degree. I'm like, oh, well, this is interesting because I love cooking and growing up the way that we did and helping my mom with cooking and entertaining. I'm like, this is, seems kind of like a no brainer. So kind of on a whim, I went to Le Cordon Bleu when it was in Chicago and I went in for just a tour and I walked out enrolled. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did. called oh my parents my and I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I'm going to do this and it's, it's the next <laughs> step. Amazing. So yeah. well, that's
0: an amazing school. too. Yeah.
3: Two years later. I graduated. I actually went in for culinary. I didn't go for pastry, so I worked in restaurants and just got as much experience as I could in the city, and that was um, about the same time that some of our family members were getting married, my sister, my brother, and they had asked us, and particularly with my mom, started to ask to make the wedding cakes. So it kind of started at home, which is funny where it all started. It started back at home, and we made my sister's wedding cake in 2000. 10. and then um, we got so much great feedback. And then my brother got married the next year. We made their cake and their entire sweet table, and it kind of just snowballed from there. It started to become friends, then friends of friends, and this is where we were baking in my apartment yeah. in yeah. Chicago, and you know, tiny like desserts tripping over dog gates, dropping. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just <laughs> some crazy stuff. Um, but we're like, well, this this is gonna go one way or the other. And I was getting a little burnt out living in the city, working 14, 15, 16 Mm -hmm. hour days in the restaurant on the line. So I actually moved back home for a little while. And my mom and I, um, we just started to work out of a co-op kitchen and we sold our product and we had great success with it. And about the same time, I went gluten-free, personally, just because of different health issues I was having. Okay. And we found that the community was responding and wanted gluten-free as well. So that's how that started. And it kind of just went from there. And we gained this huge following. And we were like, it's time to open our brick and mortar. So we opened in 2016 here in St. Charles. And Ooh. we're, and we're yeah. very lucky to have you guys down here. <laughs> that's the story.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the behind-the-scenes. Yeah, behind-the-scenes. <laughs> yeah. um, so we talked a little bit about downtown St. Charles, but you know what kind of drew you um, to, to your space?
1: Well, um, at the time, Katie had moved back into the area. And um, when we began to look, we, we initially thought maybe we should stay near Geneva because that's where a lot of our returning customers uh, lived. But our realtor... Uh, brought us up to the space that we're in now. And we kind of fell in love with it right away. But the thing I think that really influenced us was the way the community reached out and the way the business community reached out. Ah. Um, so <laughs> hey guys, my our hats are off to you because you really yeah, I mean, did make welcome. the difference
0: for uh, us. Uh, I had gone gluten-free right when, like, when you guys first came, out, like, came to town, and so I was, like, chomping at the bit, like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm like, please, <laughs> please come. Please open. We're so excited for you guys. So that's awesome. We love, love having you guys here.
3: I think yeah. it was also that we also saw there was a need for our type of business here, um, you know, for, like, an artisan from scratch bakery. I think it was really we, you know, we just felt like it would be a service to everybody, yeah. not only being gluten free, but just,
0: like, a custom cakes and all of that. We have, um, like, it seems like there's, like, an energy of, like, wellness that's been building up in, in the Fox Valley in general. Yeah, of, like, you got
2: fitness places. Yeah. You got, I think it's, um, like, the energy of the yeah.
0: river. I really, like, mm-hmm. attribute it to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a spiritual... It's very spiritual. <laughs> I think it does. And there's a lot of wellness in, 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 on both sides of the river yeah. um, that seem to be popping up. And I use you guys as, like, our... Like, you guys are, our, like, shining star. I always, like, <laughs> talk about you guys all the time. And I'm, like, you'd think it would be niche... Like it's a niche market, it is the gluten free. But you guys are just thriving over there, and it's there. Su- you found a niche, you- and there's such a need for it. And I think that people were were missing it, and it's educational. Like it can you can skip out on the gluten and have all the tastes. Like I. I, my dad is super old school and I have brought home your cookies and he has no, like (laughs) no idea. And he's like, these are awesome. I think it was like peanut butter. I think there was chocolate involved as well. Um, And he was very, very happy. And then it wasn't until after he had eaten every crumb that I I was like, oh, it's gluten free. And he was like, what? I'm not gluten free. I'm like, well, you are now. Like now now you're part of the club. (laughs) You're in the cult. (laughs) It it is funny. Sometimes like when we first started, um,
3: those who knew we were gluten free were just, Crazy about it, and over time, you know, even like two years later, a woman came in and she's like, "I just found out for the first time you're gluten free, and I've been <laughs> coming here, you know, since you opened." She's and She's like,
2: then, "I feel so great yeah, now." Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. And so it's it's been fun, you know, because that's why we we don't really go nuts advertising that we're gluten free. We just want to be a good bakery. Yes, yeah, you are, where
2: anybody yeah. can come that. in. That's great. Yeah. yeah,
1: we've had people almost in tears when they've mm-hmm. learned that we are a dedicated gluten free facility because they've been deprived of some yes. of their favorite things for so long. Right. We've also had a few people on the other end of the spectrum who have been almost reluctant to step inside once yes. they see that we're <laughs> gluten-free because they're convinced that it's you know going to be disappointing for right. them.
2: And then you just give them a sample, and then they're like, "All right, yep, no, we're coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll back, take a dozen." It goes <laughs> back to what you
0: said in the, <laughs> the beginning about the simplification of it. You know, like you looked at some of the recipes that were out there, and you're like, "It doesn't need to be this crazy and chemical." Because, like I was going to say earlier, is I look at recipes because, like I said, I'm gluten free, and I get like overwhelmed. Like, what Mm -hmm. is Anthem gum? Like, what is it? So, (laughs) and it's
3: interesting because if you Google gluten free desserts, a lot of the photos, it looks plastic. Mm -hmm. It looks fake. It has no color. It has no Mm -hmm. caramelization. It looks like you're eating fake food, bird food. (laughs) You know, and I yeah, bird food. (laughs) And I think again, that's. You know, we've tried so hard to make it as rich and decadent and authentic. Like you just, you know, we use a rice flour blend instead yeah. of wheat flour. Yeah. That's really the only... Don't dip. give away all your secrets. And we cook with love, <laughs> of course. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> love.
0: Um, I had a quick story. So Alyssa, who works with us here, um, she got married this past summer, and she used you guys for her her um, her wedding. And she, you guys, had, she had a bunch of different flavors of cupcakes. And I was sitting at a table with a girl who was gluten free, and she had she's not from the area, and she was like, "Oh, I'm gluten free." And I was like, "Oh, did you know that all the desserts tonight are gluten free?" She started crying, oh. just like you had mentioned, and then ha- proceeded to have. Six or seven cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> to the point where at the end of the night, she texted Alyssa, and Alyssa told me the story that she was like, if you want to know how many cupcakes is too many, it's seven. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> like... I'm <laughs> Four is about a Four is perfect. Yeah. Uh, seven is too many. You can't dance anymore That's if you have so seven cute. cupcakes. So. How sweet. Um, Okay, so going back to, to downtown, is there anything else that you guys like about being downtown? Like, you know, you mentioned... You know that kind of the community but is um, there any places you like other restaurants any other places you guys like going to oh gosh we,
3: <laughs> we try to frequent as many of the small businesses as we can i mean we're kind of on the far end and we're there all the time so yeah, yeah. it even for me personally and being a new mom with a eight month old it's almost impossible for me to get out anymore mm-hmm. to, you know to do to do much but We do visit as many of the local businesses as possible. Um, You know, we go to our CDM. We Mm -hmm. actually partnered up with Kimmer's lately to do the oat and honey pie ice cream flavor. So that's been super fun. I mean, I love Jalapeno Grill. Like yes, it, uh, I yeah. mean there's there's so many great places. Townhouse, books. Townhouse is one of our favorites. Okay. The Finery that was a favorite
1: long before yeah. we.
3: Came
0: I was gonna, it's yeah, to it's yeah, much a staff say, favorite here yeah. too. Yeah, it's a staff favorite. I was gonna say like <laughs> your your brands are probably complementary of each other almost. Like, yeah. Yeah. the aesthetic. and I love to look at the books. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so just a great. It's selection. a good vibe in there. I don't know. What, I don't good. know if it's because it's older, but yeah. there's just a good energy in there. Yeah uh and okay so uh one last question for me is uh, do you have any upcoming um promotions going on no wedding seasons around the corner um but do you guys have anything in particular you guys are excited about right
3: now well we're gonna start this too for tuesday probably yes. in like march like after valentine's the queens have spoken yes <laughs> Um, so that'll be kind of a fun, like, new cupcake flavor rotating every week. Um, but I think just we always try to get fun stuff out for the holidays. We always try to put out a holiday menu um, for Valentine's Day. So we are working on just getting a little special order cake that can be pre-ordered for Valentine's Day pickup. But otherwise, we're just going to be open on Valentine's Day with lots of fun little treats and stuff
1: like that. Um,
3: but yeah, we I think that's about it right now. Yeah, we're
1: looking to... Um Work quite a few new offerings into this year's uh, weekly schedule yeah. and um, kind of looking forward to that
0: mm-hmm.
3: so yeah, like
1: we'll new, like completely new menu items yeah
3: yeah we've what we've kind of done in the past is our menu can actually rotate daily based on sort of okay we want to do blueberry muffins today maybe we'll do banana walnut tomorrow but we also find sometimes that with that sort of um, schedule, Somebody might see something posted on Instagram one day and they come in two days later and then it's not there. And we kind of want it to be more consistent for our customers Mm -hmm. this year. So we've actually started it we just haven't made a big announcement yet but we're doing more of an actual weekly menu now um where the same items are available tuesday through saturday with a little bit of variation based on you know we may have had a huge cupcake order and there's a dozen left over so we'll put those out but um generally speaking we want it to continue to rotate seasonally and based off of the holidays but a little more predictable for our customer and we're gonna start posting that online as well so people can plan in advance that's awesome awesome yeah
2: Uh, So, yeah, that kind of going with what Jenna was talking about with uh, wedding season and wedding planning starting to come around the corner. Uh, What's uh, what's some advice that you guys have for anyone looking to get some baked wedding goods uh, besides to get them from you guys? (laughs) Of course.
1: (laughs) Well, the first thing we would advise would be uh, that the brides try to put their order in as early as possible. The more advanced notice, the better. We're actually scheduling into 2020 now. Oh, my goodness. Um, which is not unusual it, because brides no. have to jump on things early. Do you guys ever get someone who's not engaged yet and they're just
0: planning? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> almost, like on the cost. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, when they're I like, get married or when I get engaged. I saw engaged, it on the I'm credit card bill <laughs> that he bought a ring, <laughs> so I'm putting my place card <laughs> to
1: We haven't had that yet, but Yeah, yes. yeah and... Um, you know, it's it's much easier for us when we have an idea of what we have coming up. Right. Um Katie, you wanna talk a little bit about the yeah. the uh yeah, the trends tastings and the tastings the, yeah, yeah. and so, so forth?
3: I mean we do offer cake consultations and tastings. My sister in law Rebecca has kind of taken over that role for me. Um that I can focus on the sort of day-to-day and management and whatnot. So she is our wedding consultant. And you can go online and fill out an inquiry form. And then she'll meet one-on-one with you. You can select what cake flavors you want to taste. We have different packages. So okay. that's a good way to get the ball rolling. Um, and from there, you know, we'll send you a quote and kind of go from there. And like what we can do to customize your event. But we definitely say the earlier, the better. I mean, the height of the wedding season is always going to be the summer months. and. Right we already are book booking up like for this year of course and like my mom said into next year so we always advise you know six months out is not unreasonable to start getting your cake and your desserts um
2: yeah so about half a year in advance is usually a good time i think so
3: yeah we do get the last minute weddings of course you know oh my my daughter's getting married in in april and you know and sometimes we're like oh and yeah you're we, like
2: uh panic <laughs> yeah panic. yeah
3: we always do our best to accommodate um whether it's just generally at the bakery or with weddings you know you never want to tell somebody no but we do make everything from scratch yeah. at right. the bakery and it's a process it's a you know we don't freeze cakes we don't pull them out of the freezer and decorate them later in the week it's all being made crazy. within <laughs> 24 hours at the most of any event or any cake that's going out the door so even for the weddings it's you know, if we have five weddings on a Saturday, they're all being prepped the day before. Oh my so, wow. you know, that's what we pride
1: ourselves on, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> all hands on deck for, <laughs> yeah. for those kinds totally. of days. Yep. So how mm-hmm.
2: long does it usually take to, to make a wedding cake then? like,
1: Well, a lot of the brides today are choosing a smaller cake. Okay. Um you used to traditionally see the big four or five tier type of large cakes. Right. That's not so popular anymore. Um, Most of them prefer a smaller cake for their cutting ceremony and then a landscape of uh, dessert bites or something, mini cupcakes, uh, a lot of the different things that we um, can offer them. But we're in a position also to kind of introduce new ideas and, Trends are interesting in the bridal industry. One year it'll be this kind of cake. The next year it'll be something else. One of the things that uh, we're kind of trying to reintroduce is the groom's cake. Okay. Uh, groom's cake used to be the chocolate cake that sat along the side. But today a groom's cake from our bakery could be any number of different things. But it's usually a little bit of a heavier or darker cake. It could be that chocolate option. Uh, that they're afraid to put in their wedding cake but Mm -hmm. um, would like to have as a, you know, part of their buffet. So that's kind of fun. Um, Are there any
0: examples of, like, fun grooms cakes you guys have?
1: Well, we did a beautiful cake that was um, part of a styled wedding shoot a couple years ago, and it was a chocolate naked cake with blackberry buttercream Mm. and fresh blackberries. I would recommend something like that as a groom's cake. We recently did a wedding that was a beautiful tall stacked cake uh, with a, bi- a chocolate drip, and it was a chocolate peanut butter groom's <sighs> cake with chocolate Reese's pe- uh, not Reese's Reese's peanut butter cups, and, and that it was extremely decadent and about five or six layers tall. Oh so goodness. it was it was a pretty little cake.
2: Oh man, that sounds so good.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a fun way for the groom to get involved because yeah. you know traditionally let's be honest yeah. they get kind of put to the side mm-hmm. and we, you know we've seen this at consultations too where you feel like they're not really getting their opinion on the table. No. <laughs> and so we're always like, What do you like? You yeah. know, we try to include them, but if you if we can start that trend with the groom's cake, it sort of allows them, like my mom said, if they you know, they love chocolate but they don't want that to be a chocolate cake or they want the naked cake but they don't want to see the chocolate through. It's just sort of a fun way and it doesn't have to be huge. It could just be yeah. something off to the side that mm-hmm. sort of honors him and maybe something that he really likes. Yeah oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. great.
2: I like that. Uh, So tell us a little about the the sampling stuff so people can just you know set that up with you guys, get to try out some of the the flavors and stuff.
3: Yeah, we have different packages. We have um, actually a complimentary just chocolate and vanilla that you don't even have to pay for. It just has to be in advance and then we give you two of each flavor and take it in a little pack to go. (laughs) Um, And then we offer a next level up which is Love is Sweet package and they can choose three cake flavors and you can always bring guests. It's just you do have to pay for these so it starts to be Come more. Um, and then the the big package is give me some sugar. And that's <laughs> up to five cake flavors plus a dozen of our dessert bites to take home. So Ooh. that's when like they're know they want to do a cake, they know they want to do cupcakes, and they're interested in a sweet table. So it really gives them a full, you know, spectrum of what we can offer and yeah. how we can customize. But that's what's fun about weddings is you can sit down and they can try all these things, but you can kind of mix and match and play around until it it becomes what they want. It's very unique to them. Yeah. It's not just like, here's a list of five flavors we make and you guys have to choose this. So
2: yeah. So if someone didn't want a, uh, a wedding cake but wanted to sample, would they be able to still buy that package?
3: Yes. Yeah. They okay. could still do that and decide what they want to do, whether they end up doing mini okay. cupcakes or they don't pick cake at all. So, so I was like,
2: that sounds that sounds delightful.
3: <laughs> you could just come in on a random day <laughs> and do the
2: wedding cake tasting. Are you even going to buy a wedding cake? No, I just really wanted yeah. to sample. I don't I have a stop. girlfriend. <laughs> I, I just want cake.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, so we went on on to your website and on online and we looked at a couple of some of your reviews and testimonials, and I mean they're they're all outstanding. And so one of them I just want to read was, you know, our cake from Two Wild Seas Baking Company was one of the highlights of our wedding. There was another one that says, We were so happy that we chose Two Wild Seas Baking Company to make our wedding cake. Katie was by far the most the best vendor we worked with during our wedding planning process. Very professional, extremely accommodating with any request we had. Um, you know this was these are just two that we pulled Um, it's obviously important for you guys to leave your customers satisfied can you touch a little bit on your customer service
3: Um, well yeah I think it starts that we ourselves have super super high standards Mm -hmm. um you know i think that's just been instilled since i was young with my mom being an artist you know we've always been in the creative field so there's this high level of per, like perfectionism mm-hmm. with us right Can be, uh, to our demise mom. sometimes <laughs> yes um true. but I, you know if we didn't have that we wouldn't probably be putting out the quality that we are and that we want to be accountable for it you know this is not just going to a bride and groom this is going to a family this is going to hundreds of wedding guests potentially and you know we want to always put our best foot forward we treat each wedding and each customer really who walks in the door as though it's our only customer our only bride and groom because to them you know that's their day Mm -hmm. and so we take that personalized care with each order and we want to be proud of what we're putting out every single time. Um, and I think one thing my mom and I were talking about is when you go to a wedding, you know, it's one of the lasting memories is the dessert and the cake. Totally. most right. people, like the most important part. Like, <laughs> no offense, but you kind of forget the meal. You forget yep. different things throughout the wedding. But when you're at the end of the night and everybody has dessert, it's, that's kind of your memory. And food is memory. And that kind of brings us Full circle. I think you.
1: True.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, that is all the questions that we have. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to add?
1: Gosh, I don't think so. But <laughs> thanks yeah. so much for having me. <laughs> Thank us. you of for having us. Of course. Thank you guys for yeah. coming in. Yeah. Um, thanks to our great community
3: of supporters oh. and customers
0: <laughs> that's all the time we have for the show you can find more um, information about katie and susan and two wild seeds at twowildseeds.com and you guys are on instagram and facebook and all that fun stuff uh, if you're inter- interested in getting any news from them as well you can sign up for their newsletter uh, thank you again for coming in and to our wonderful listeners we'll catch you ne- next time on
2: what's up downtown <laughs>